All right, welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Mark. And uh, today is, uh, what, what is today? <laughs> Wednesday, September 21st. And we have a lot to talk about because today is the day. Today, the Fed will announce what they are planning to do in terms of interest rates. And Jerome Powell will give a press conference. So we will talk about this. Uh, Ford had its worst day, uh, I don't know, in how many years yesterday. So we'll take a look at this. And then we also had a little bit of a scare with crude oil uh, overnight. Uh, plus, we'll show you the positions that we are in and now we are trading the markets. So uh, anyhow, if you're new to this channel, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. This is my head coach, Mark Hodge. And we, we are real traders and uh, we trade real accounts. So no fuss here. Uh, we have a lot of trading experience and uh, we're not afraid to tell you like it is when we are trading the markets. And we'll show you a few trades here today. So uh, stay tuned and we're getting started. So Mark, I mean, geez, <laughs> I'm a little bit all over the place because I am uh, not in Austin, Texas, as it says there. Uh, I forgot to change it. I'm in Santa Monica and it is early here. It is early. I already <laughs> had my, my Starbucks, but uh, there you go. a little bit all over the place, kind of like the markets. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I hope you're enjoying Santa Monica and it is 8 a.m. I know you had to be up early for the market open, but uh, it's not that early anymore. Uh, but like the markets uh, a little bit uh, all over the place, like you said, you, you know where we finished up uh, on Friday, Marcus? Uh, on 30, Friday? 38.73. And you see oh that God. the S&P is now just two points above that. In fact, when we started the video, it was right where we ended Friday. So that is officially a diddle. <laughs> that is what we call a technical term, a diddle. Yeah, and I mean, no surprise because today on the economic calendar, this is the day we all have been waiting for. It is all about the Fed. And so at 2 p.m. Eastern time, we'll have the FOMC statement where the Fed will tell us uh, how, by how much they are raising interest rates. And uh, I looked at it this morning. I mean, pretty much unchanged for the last few days. Yeah, I mean, this is where the 75 basis point hike is priced in. That's what traders expect. That's what the probabilities are saying. And that would be a big hike. Uh, I think the third consecutive one, although there's a, a little a little bit in the 100 basis point camp, and uh, you never know. You never know. But uh, right now, people are betting on a 75 basis point hike. And so do we. I, I mean, we, we mentioned it yesterday. We're willing to take bets if anybody want to bet, wants to bet against us. Uh, just let us know before the meeting. So I, I think what will happen uh, today is that the probabilities will shift. Yes, I think that today, 75 per, uh, basis points. But then when Powell grabs the mic and uh, basically talks a little bit more what's going on, I, I, I think that he will reemphasize we are determined to fight inflation. And so we, we might see a change in the probabilities here after a speech, don't you think? Yeah, it, it could. And this is where the wording is so important. So you have these two phases of the day as the Fed wraps up their two-day policy statement. You have the statement or meeting. You have the statement at 2 p.m. Eastern. You have the press conference at 2.30. So that statement on what their uh, decision is and uh, where we're at, 75 basis or maybe 100, the, the market reacts to that because now you have some certainty, but there's still uncertainty in what the Fed has planned and where they see inflation going. And so that's where the press conference is where we'll probably see more volatility. And that's where you said, Mark, it's the future projections, which now have increased, uh, I, I think, by 50 basis point on the high side for next year. 
Um, we'll see if that comes down, stays where it's at, or even if traders start to think that the Fed uh, needs to be more aggressive. Yeah. And honestly, I think a lot of this has been already factored in. Because if, if sure. you think about it, this is the day in Jackson Hole where Powell basically said, we are committed to fight inflation. And there could be some pain. That's what he said here. Yeah. And if you look at what happened from that day on until where we are right now, I mean, the S&P is already down 8%. I mean, this doesn't mean that it can't get any lower, but I think sure. a lot of this hawkishness of the Fed is already priced into the market. I would agree. And that's the thing. Right now, there is uncertainty as to what the stance is and what they're going to do moving forward. Um, but any of that commentary that supports what we already know and, and really just reiterates his position that he made um, in Jackson Hole, that has been priced into the market. So I think that unless there's this huge surprise, the markets are due to rally after the statement. What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I see more potential to the upside today. Initially, it might be down, but we also sure. know that it's typically a two-day reaction. We have a first reaction today, and then usually tomorrow we have a reaction, a reaction in the opposite direction. I, I mean, often we saw that on a Wednesday after the Fed statement, the markets first rally, and then on Thursday, uh, they moved lower. So we'll see. Trade what you see, not what you think. But we also have some companies who are already saying, well, you know what, uh, with, with the Fed getting more aggressive here, uh, we will experience some pain. I mean, last week it was FedEx who already came out and said, well, we see a, a global recession possible. And then yesterday Ford came out and uh, also moved massively lower. Yeah, big down day for Ford, like you mentioned. Uh, rebounding a little bit today, broad markets up. Um, so uh, getting a little bit of a bounce, but down 12% yesterday. That's a nasty move lower. Yeah, I think it's the worst day in, uh, what, 11 years or something like this. It, it has been uh, the worst day for Ford in, in quite a while. So a little bit of a bounce back here tomorrow. Um, now, before we talk about our positions and what we did today. So yesterday, the 10-year yield hit its highest level in 11 years. So we have to switch to a weekly chart to really see since 2011, uh, this morning uh, still marching higher. I mean, look at this. Uh, actually, no, this morning, sorry, I was on a weekly chart. Yeah. Slightly lower, but we just see how much it has moved higher uh, pretty much since uh, the beginning of August. Yeah, that's a pretty big move. And it's interesting because the two-year and five-year are moving higher. Uh, the 10-year just kind of staying put today uh, in anticipation of the statement later. But that's a, a nice little march. Yeah, that's that's a 40% move, a 40% wow. move. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's talk about crude oil because crude oil had a little bit of scare overnight. Uh, if you look at a five minute chart, we see that crude oil uh, jumped from 84 to, to 86.50, but then basically pulled back to the levels where we were. Did you see the news there? Yeah. So uh, it was it's kind of a, a twofold here right around the european session you had this big spike in crude oil you also saw a dip in the overnight futures markets um this is where uh russian president vladimir putin he basically put nuclear threat back on the table saying that he's going to uh potentially um bring up three hundred thousand uh troops to tackle ukraine and and after you know some losses there reinforcing his stance and what he plans to do. And, and markets didn't like that, specifically energy markets. 
Yeah, but I mean, th then they're pulling back. And if you look at this, I mean, overall right now, the markets after the initial scare are a little bit unimpressed. Also, natural gas yeah. uh, still coming down. I'm a little bit surprised by this, especially natural gas, since uh, Putin basically uh, just closed the pipeline that is supplying gas to Europe. I mean, not yeah. all of the gas, obviously, but uh, it, it's a major part. So it is still at elevated levels here. If you look at uh, where natural gas was just a year ago. Uh, so a year ago, it was around $4. Right now, it's hovering around $8, so twice as high. Um, but it has come down of the highest of $10. Yeah, and I, I mean, this is where sometimes you get these overreactions and spikes. Again, how much of this is already priced into the market, right? right. Um, and we've had these big increases since February when Russia first invaded Ukraine. Um, so there's always going to be reactions to news and then things have a tendency to settle down. Then you see the, the true trend, whether it's going to be higher or lower is something that is uh, yet to be seen, um, but definitely a reaction overnight. Yeah. All right, let's talk about our trading. Um, first, let's talk about the two trades that uh, we did yesterday, because these two trades, I think, were awesome. I, we we got to talk about LVS. So we briefly talked about LVS yesterday, where we said, oh my gosh, LVS was marching higher, and uh, we sold calls, because we do have both a position in LVS, and we sold calls above our break-even, uh, still below our cost basis, but we sold them at 43. And then we see that LVS yesterday had this massive reversal. And later in the day, we could close those calls at 80% of max profit. Yeah, on that spike, you have this big increase in volatility, and that's going to lead to higher option prices. So we wanted to take advantage of that with that spike, and we were able to do that. Uh, mentioned that it looked like LVS was getting ready to break, and it did. What I didn't expect or at least didn't hope for was lvs to snap right back in the range but we were able to sell calls which is a big bonus yeah and i mean since i have 3600 shares i sold 36 calls at uh, 25 cents so that's 25 dollars per call uh giving me 900 dollars, and then uh, later in the day i could close it for five cents so that basically gave me a quick 720 dollars. i mean this is almost a day trade here yeah so that worked out well. Uh, another um, trade that we took yesterday was Visa. So I, I should add Visa to the watch list because we promised you that we'll tell you what we did here. Uh, that's where we sold the 187.50, right? Yeah, I really like uh, this chart. Visa, MasterCard, very similar charts. But with this one, you see that there's some nice support going back uh, for really uh, years. Um, you also, it's one of the top 10 largest uh, companies by market cap in the US. And you see this year really kind of resilient to what's going on in the overall market, just trading in this range rather than this big drop like we've seen in the S&P and, and tech stock. So uh, I was willing to go in at 187.50, collect some premium, and uh, we'll see where it ends up at the end of the week. Yeah. So let's talk about our plan for today. So we, we have a few positions on. So uh, we sold puts on Suncor already. We sold puts on Visa. Uh, I own Google. I own NVIDIA. I own uh, TPR shares. And uh, you have AMD. Now, going into today, uh, because I am in five positions here, I didn't want to do anything. So today is really... Grab your popcorn and get ready for the fireworks that are happening this afternoon because we will see a reaction. And uh, usually I'm just 
looking at the charts in the morning and uh, by now I'm usually done with trading. But today I want to see because if we have a pop higher and even if it is an initial reaction, volatility will explode. And this is where we might be able to sell some calls against our existing positions. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking for. Can we close any open positions uh, if there's a volatility crush on some of those uh, trades? But then also if there's a spike and these big moves, maybe we're able to sell calls. Um, so we'll keep a close eye on it, but uh, it should make for an interesting afternoon regardless of what happens. Yeah, so <laughs> and the, the whole financial world will be watching, especially after yesterday. I mean, I think it was Sweden uh, who raised interest rates by a full percentage point. Um, I mean, that was kind of a surprise move. So and uh, we know that uh, the uh, one percentage point is still on the table. So definitely. I mean, this morning we see that volatility is going a little bit down. So the VIX, uh, the volatility index, and uh, which also is named as a the fear index here is slightly down this morning, but markets are just super nervous. Yes, they are. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, so yeah, as you said, I mean, we might be able actually uh, on a pop this afternoon to close our Suncor puts and uh, our Visa. So buy them back at 90% of the profits. And uh, if you're wondering of why we do this, uh, take, take a look at this video here. So I, I made a video where I say, okay, why does it make sense to actually buy back uh, the options that you sold early? Um, so check it out and then we'll see you tomorrow. Happy trading, everybody.